Hey there, lady. My name is Molly Conley, and I'm devoted to helping women reinvent their love lives, whether that's after divorce, dating on and off the apps, or in their committed relationship. Why? Because I've been there. I'm a former college athlete who filed for divorce three years into marriage, swam in the online dating pool into my late 30s, and now I am married to the man of my spreadsheet dreams who I met four months before the world shut down. As a dating and relationship coach, I help my clients shift the focus from being obsessed with finding Mr. Right to shifting to herself as Miss Right Now. We build a foundation filled with clarity, connection, and confidence, knowing she is worth waiting for. Each week on the podcast, I'll bring you love life insights and savvy guests where you will receive the courage to release programmed limiting beliefs. Discover patterns and behaviors restricting you from finding and attracting quality men and ways to choose yourself first so you can build a foundation for a healthy relationship with yourself and a partner. Why, hello there, lady. You're listening to the Reinventing the Arena podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome and thanks for listening. I'm excited to be here with you again this week. If this show has helped you in some way, big or small, please let me know by leaving a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps me grow the show and I greatly appreciate it. Leaving a rating only takes a few seconds of your time by tapping the stars on the podcast. If you have an additional, you know, 30 to 45 seconds to leave a review, that would mean so much to me. Now, you may have noticed we are halfway through the year. You're probably, you know, reevaluating your goals and seeing where you need to make some slight adjustments. This episode can help you decide what you want or need to do if you want a transformational change in your love life. Ask yourself, where do I want to be at the end of the year? And then ask yourself, where do I want to be in, you know, 12 months from now? You might ask yourself when you're going through this or looking through ways to make changes, you know, asking like, who can support me with achieving these goals? And I'm not talking about your friends or family. Today's episode is discovering what suits you best in your love life. So I'm digging into matchmaking, therapy, and coaching so that you have clarity about what will work best for you. And you can do all this alone, but I don't recommend it. With support, it's a lot smoother and efficient path. Trust me, because it took me eight years of not only like to find my husband, but to have that pivotal change in the direction to find him. Let me start off by sharing what these love life supporting tactics are before diving headfirst into each of them. So matchmaking is usually a paid service where you are matched with another person to hopefully, you know, start a relationship, but it can be also a member of a community helping match others, you know, who are in the same culture or religious background. A therapist specifically today, I'm talking about talk therapy is a person who specialized in a type of therapy and specific practices. Um, so there's like no usual feedback or accountability of support and you only talk during the sessions, but therapy usually helps you focus on what happened in the past or your current situation. Coaching, especially international certified coaches from the coaching federation has a variety of therapy aspects to a coach's process or framework. 
Yet coaching is different because coaches help the client create plans and goals to move forward with an additional layer of support as an accountability partner. It is no surprise that people are turning to these types of services to find love as a lot of people are getting so tired and fed up with online dating. So with matchmaking, you have a series of steps or processes you go through like a personality test to, you know, determine who you match with and then more than likely an interview process with that matchmaking company. Now, what I find interesting about matchmaking that I didn't know about is that it's usually one-sided. If you, as a woman, sign up to, you know, sign up and you paid to be matched, the service or the company will go into their database of men, you know, for a few months, or maybe you pay a flat fee. I found out the range for mat- matchmaking can be um, 2000 to 50000 per year, but the average is around 10000 And just like all these, there is no guarantee that you will find someone with this company or this person's database. Okay, so let's get into therapy. Once again, specifically talk therapy. Therapists are licensed mental health practitioners that assess, diagnose, and treat concerns related to, you know, um, your emotions, thinking patterns, behavioral patterns, and they also help you develop coping skills on top of their diagnosis and treatment. People go to therapy for a variety of reasons, um, anxiety, depression, marital issues, family dynamics, or even you know, just a challenging life situation. And there's numerous benefits from everything like you know, better sleep, lower blood pressure, to improved mental health and reducing or quitting smoking and drinking. Now, if you go onto Google to search for stats with therapy or just like mental health in general, you're going to find quite a few different numbers based on the people who they polled or where they got their information from. With that said, generally women are more likely to go to therapy than men. And the people that need therapy the most can't afford it out of pocket or it's not covered by their their insurance um, with their current employer. The one thing I dislike about therapy is general you know, generally dealing with the insurance. You could find a therapist that you really like, and then your current employer changes plans where you lose coverage with your therapist. Even though discussing and learning about insurance like isn't sexy, I recommend you know when your company has enrollment every single year, as well as what insurance providers your therapist works with. Okay, on to coaching. Coaching has gained popularity over the past decade, but it's, it it just boomed after, or actually during the pandemic, which is good and bad. There's a lot of people out there that call themselves coaches that are not certified coaches. And if they're certified, that might not be a legit certification. So for example, I could make up my own certification for other coaches to go through based on my framework or processes but that doesn't mean these coaches are certified through the same standards as others. I kind of mentioned it briefly, but the International Coaching Federation is the gold standard of coaching certification and standards. You have to attend a school that meets their requirements, and that includes at least 60 hours of in-person training. Plus, in order to get certified, you have to take exams and submit your coaching hours. As I'm an ICF certified coach. I hold myself to certain standards that are very similar to therapists. For example, if I'm using a client 
um, situation in any of my materials. I never use the client's name and I even might adapt that situation slightly to keep the person's identity confidential. This is why you might not see me post screenshot messages from clients. And if you do, I have asked if I can share it online as well as erasing their photo and their, um, their name. Another way that we hold ourselves similar to um, therapy standards is that if someone says that they're going to hurt themselves or hurt others, we do report that to authorities um, so that we can make sure that this person gets the help that they need and that nothing devastatingly happens. And when I'm talking about coaching, I'm specifically referring to the varieties of life coaching, not sports coaching, mentoring, consulting, or counseling. For example, the friends I have made during my certification process are career coaches, executive coaches, travel coaches, confidence coaches, health coaches. There's just so many different types of coaches. And they can specialize in a variety of techniques based off of you know their their school teachings or the methods or even different um, processes or tests that their school makes them go through for certifications. So coaching helps you move forward, and they help you create a plan, reach your goals, and it has an additional layer of accountability. Most people who apply and decide to work with a coach have a certain level of awareness and they come to a coach really saying, I know my patterns. I know I make bad decisions in XYZ area of my life. Please help me make better decisions. Now, what's the difference between coaching and therapy? A few things. First, the cost varies for either type of support, but only therapists can be covered by insurance. And that can even include using an HSA for um, payment. The cost of coaching can vary depending on the type of coach, their experience, the demand of that type of coaching, and the length of the coaching program or package. So just for a reference here, a friend of mine who is the coaching industry, specifically executive coaching, charges $50,000 for a six-month coaching package. While my friend, who that is also my coach, she costs $8,000 for a six-month coaching package. Therapists also get to set their rates, but they have to adhere to local rates and insurance as and think about how insurance applies to their rates, um, because that's how most of the time they get paid because that's what their clients use for their sessions. The length of coaching and therapy can be different too. So if you see a therapist, you might see them every week. And then eventually the therapist will recommend you go to like twice a month or to a monthly session. Coaching usually has a set cadence. Two weeks is the standard, but some coaches have sessions every week or once a month. So depending on your needs, therapy can be a handful of sessions to years. Coaching is usually a set number of sessions in a program or a package. And once the clients has fish finished, um, they can always like sign back on with a coach for another program or package. Now, coaching does offer support between sessions that therapy does not. I've recently incorporated this by using Voxer um, between sessions for clients. And Voxer coaching is basically a walkie-talkie app that allows you to hear messages in real time versus texting or other messaging apps. This has worked really well in most cases, but I still include specific boundaries about when I will be responding to messages or accountability follow-ups. 
in the past, I offered one day uh, VIP Voxer coaching. It would start at like 9 a.m. and end and, you know, at 5 p.m. At the moment, I'm pausing this option for now, but I might be bringing it back before the end of the year. Sometimes coaches only offer email accountability as support between sessions. So it's important to know what kind of support you need and want before starting a program or a package with a coach. Now with the logistics of coaching and therapy kind of sorted out, what is a better choice for you? Well, honestly, I would say that if you have experienced trauma in any kind, I fully recommend with starting with therapy. When your mental health is difficult to manage on a day-to-day basis, a therapist will help you immensely work through areas that a coach is not licensed to do. And since they can create treatment plans, they can also, or actually psychiatrists can prescribe medication. But basically therapists focus on the past, working through why things are the way they are and can go deep into these issues that may even just go all the way through your childhood. Coaching is very forward focused. They meet you where you are and help you focus on the future. With that said, having a high level of self-awareness is needed in coaching. There are times when clients need to address behaviors and patterns that are keeping them um, stuck or making them go in circles. This is usually the point where a person has worked through, um, you know, majority of their past with a therapist and cannot get moving in the direction that they want to be in their life. That is when I recommend working with a coach. Now, you can always work with a therapist and a coach at the same time, but I highly recommend, and I always tell my clients to let their therapist know that they are working with a coach at the same time. In fact, some of those clients I mentioned I have and currently work with do work with a therapist and coach and have seen tremendous improvement in their lives. But when you can't seem to change your habits and you know why you do it, it's time for coaching. You need more action and accountability to figure out how to do things differently. Another thing to note, therapists don't share personal experiences, but coaches do. And personally, this is an important part of the relationship between client and coach. How do you know if they have the relationship you want? How do you know they've been through similar situations? With a therapist, you won't know, but with a coach, you will. Therapy, podcasts, self-help books are great, and they're really good at building your awareness that you need so that you can actually see those patterns I was talking about and to figure out what's going on. It's the first step, of course, but you can keep going in circles because you're not integrating what you've learned. That's why you work with a coach, because I'm here saying, let's apply it. Let's do the thing. Let me help you figure it out so we can course correct. With my clients, we use Voxer so we can work through those things as they come up. Bad dates, weird text messages that sometimes you're going to just have to wait or not even talk about with therapy or even in matchmaking. With my process, we work through deepening that awareness, whether you've been in therapy or not, and start working on the inner work so that you can take tangible, actionable steps. That way things can change in your love life. If you want to move forward with your love life, with the help of a coach with accountability and someone who gets it, I would love to support you. Or if this was something that you wanted to accomplish in the year or even next year, then I would love to chat with you. Right now, I'm filling limited spots to begin working with me in August throughout the rest of the year. I believe doing the inner work is the most effective and important process to building a healthy relationship, 
And that's what I exactly do with my clients. I'm not here to fix your dating profile or match you with the man of your dreams. Like I said, I am not that matchmaking service. I'm here to help you go all in for yourself because that's where the magic and love is. I meet you where you are and help hold you accountable through that entire process. To be honest, it does not matter if you've been doing the work for years, like I said, going to therapy, reading the self-help books, or listening to podcasts like this, and you still haven't figured out why it's not working. Or if you've never had a coach before or for personal development or just even for your love life, all that matters is that you're fed up with where you are right now. And you really want to get serious about having a healthy, loving relationship. And you're ready to invest the time, the money and invest in yourself to have that radical change in your love life in the next six to 12 months. So if that is something you're looking into, head over to reinventingthearena.com forward slash private dash coaching to apply for one-on-one coaching and be added to my wait list. If you're looking to join like-minded women in a small tight-knit community who are working on the same mission as you to put themselves first and never settle for another shitty relationship again, head over to my website and get on the building love inside and out wait list. This is my eight week live group coaching course starting in September. Go to reinventingthearena.com forward slash building love inside and out for all the details. I will also put links in the show notes in case you want to go there. Well, lady, have a wonderful day and I will chat with you again this Thursday. Thank you for listening to this episode. If this show has helped you in some way, big or small, please let me know by leaving a review wherever you listen to the podcast. It really helps other women just like you find the show. Have a good rest of your day, lady, and I will talk to you next time.